Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What Billy up? This is the game. Yeah. It's a uh, cat and mouse. Smoked a turkey. <laughs> he is down. He is freaking down. Said he shot an absolute giant. Full obsession, baby. And we are on the air. Welcome back, everybody, to another Fall Obsession podcast episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to another week. I am Sam Thrash with Fall Obsession, and sitting across the table from me in person this week is our media production manager at Fall Obsession, Nick Powell. What is up, guys? Glad to be back. Man, as always, we've said it before, we'll say it again, in-person podcasts are freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. It's really the way to go. Oh, yeah. Um, For those of you who may be a new listener, um, we've been doing this podcast for over 30 weeks now. A new episode dropping every Monday. This is episode 31. It's insane, man. It's crazy. Uh, you know, you always think when you start something like this, you're like, oh, yeah, we'll drop one every Monday. It's not that easy, first off. Right. But, and then you think, oh, yeah, eventually we'll be at episode 20, episode 30, episode 50. But it's not until you really get there that you realize how cool of an accomplishment it is. So Exactly. We wouldn't still be doing it if y'all weren't still listening. Our download numbers continue to increase every week, it seems like. And we really appreciate you guys turning in. Or turning in. <laughs> We're off to a great start. 30 down and we still screw up. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate you guys tuning in. There we go. To Fall Obsession Podcast. Um it's been awesome, and we appreciate the support. We're gonna we're gonna keep going, and hopefully, there's gonna be a lot of a lot of awesome stuff coming in the in the weeks to come. Yeah. So can't emphasize that enough, guys. You y'all are the reason that we're here. Yeah. And we're gonna get into that in this episode today. Um, some of the hunts and stuff that we got coming up this year. But to start off, as always, you guys know the drill: elite archery. Go check them out. Go shoot them. If you haven't shot an elite, or you haven't shot one in a long time. Um, you need to go to your local dealer, um, check them out, put them up against any bow out there, and see how see how it feels, man. That that's the most that we can tell you to do. Um, we're confident that the rest will speak for itself. That the bow will impress you enough to maybe want to take a step farther with it. Um, as Larry McCoy with Respect the Game TV told us himself in episode 14 of our podcast. Um, all they want to do is be a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So you guys give them that opportunity. Go to your local dealer. Shoot an elite bow. Go to EliteArchery.com. Check them out. I'm running the Cure this year. Nick's running last year's Ritual. Yeah. Um, freaking both of them are awesome bows. Absolutely. Can't can't get enough of them. Can't wait to get in the woods with them this fall. So um, y'all go check them out. And on that note, if you're going to a bow shop, head on over to Cinnamon Creek in North yeah. Texas. I know some of you aren't local to North, North Texas, so – it more be just if you're uh, in the area, go and check them out. But we're actually out here at Cinnamon Creek today, 
podcasting. Yeah. That's where we're at. So big shout out to them once again for their partnership with us, for letting us use their facilities, um, their team for helping us out with, with our bow and archery needs. And we encourage you guys to give them a shot as well. They got more than archery out here too. They got a wild game processor and an event center as well where they do lessons and Groupons, tournaments, archery tag, axe throwing, corporate events. They do date nights as well. Guys, yeah, go check them out on Facebook. They got all kinds of events that they're posting all the time that they host out here. Uh, so definitely go check them out. Yeah, every every month they do a couples by the creek deal, which is really cool. Um, chance for you and your spouse to come out here and uh, shoot some bows, have a fun date night, eat some really good food um, that they cook in house. So they got some some awesome chefs up here too. So. Go check out Cinnamon Creek. Um, they've been good to us, and they can be good to you as well. Absolutely. Let them know Fall Obsession sent you. And on the note of Cinnamon Creek, we're podcasting now, but earlier today we were out on the range, not only shooting some videos and doing some production stuff, but we were getting ready for this season. And uh, you're going to be the first one in a stand this year, Nick. Yep, So hopefully. we're uh, Well, there's no hopefully about it right now. It's <laughs> happening, so... But you're going to be the first it's one It's on up. the calendar. Yeah. It's on the calendar. Yeah. So next week, well, I'll, I'll let you talk about it, but we'll get into our discussion. Next week, we got a, a hunting trip coming up. Yep, me and you. We're going, uh, we're going out to a wildlife management area called Big Lake Bottom. Uh, this year when I bought my tag, I put in for a draw uh, for a permit to hunt on this public land piece of ground. I think it's around 3,000 acres or something like that. That's a pretty big piece. It's a huge piece. Um and I've never done anything like this before, so uh, we were fortunate enough to have a couple of buddies of ours loan us some tree stands, uh, some hang-on tree stands. So uh, we're going to make the best of it. Hopefully we'll we'll get a deer on the ground, whether it's a doe or a buck or whatever. Yeah, completely do it yourself, camping, whole nine yards. Yep. So you and I are going to be out there for three days just So primitive. So primitive. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be roughing it in the backcountry, boys. That's right. The backcountry of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's shaking his head at us right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're climbing, hiking mountains and stuff. It's going to be awesome. No, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a trip that we – it's a little bit out of the ordinary. Um, yeah. Going to a piece that we really haven't had a – I know you're going to get a day basically, actually tomorrow I think, to go out there and scout maybe yep. a little bit. Yeah, because every, every time they do this, they have a mandatory orientation for everybody who draws a permit. And so if you're not at this orientation, then they forfeit your permit and they go to the next guy. So I have to be there tomorrow at noon, which is, I guess you won't be hearing this, but I'll already have been there by the time you're hearing this. Anyways, podcast timing is weird. And, it uh, is weird. But I will be there tomorrow at noon for the orientation. I'm going to do a little scouting tomorrow afternoon, so hopefully I can find us a good spot. Yeah, we'll be putting up our own stand setups kind of on the spot. Um, trying to find a good spot to hang a couple tree stands. Nick's going to be the only one hunting. I'm going right. with him as the producer, basically, to film and document. And He's helping a brother out. Yeah, helping a brother out. <laughs> it's also a chance for me to get out in the woods, so we're, uh, we're excited about it. Yeah. Um, really, it, it's awesome, too, for us to be able to do something like this and have a designated cameraman, I feel like. It, yeah. It makes everything so much easier on your part as a hunter absolutely and even on my part as the cameraman as well so there's a lot less i have to worry about you know because i'm already having to worry about finding animals and uh not worrying about getting my getting the whole hunt on film myself you know so uh it's it's a lot to worry about by yourself so having another guy there really helps a lot absolutely and that's really anytime man i mean oh yeah we saw that difference last year in san angelo on our management hunt that we did down there there were a couple guys that did some self-filming stuff, but um, we were privileged to be in groups of two a lot of the time. And because of that, we were able to have a cameraman, a hunter. They swap back and forth. I know we've talked about this before on the podcast, but we were able to swap back and forth and uh, get some good hunts on video. And I'm hoping that that's going to be this year as well. So. Oh, yeah. I bet, I bet we'll get some excellent footage. And so while we're talking about what we're going to be doing out there too – Another cool thing that we're going to try to bring you guys as our listeners are podcasts straight from the field yep. next week on this hunt. Yeah. And I'm super stoked for that. We'll be going a little old school. We won't have all the cool microphones and everything that we have normally out there. We'll just uh, be kind of going bare bones, 
back country, you know, yeah. with a back in the back country, back in the back country, with a basic recording device. But we're going to we're going to try to record some podcasts while we're out there in camp at night or after a hunt or something like that. That way, we can tell the story of the hunt and get some some fresh feedback, some fresh reactions to hopefully a successful trip. So, right. um, one thing we wanted to kind of direct you guys to is the next few episodes that are going to be coming out. You're going to be hearing a lot of just me and Nick in the upcoming episodes, but it's going to be good content moving forward for kind of into deer season and into the fall hunting seasons. It's going to be, we're going to try to bring you a lot of podcasts straight from hunting camp, which I think is going to be really cool. Yeah. So, um, we don't really know how many there's going to be. We don't know who all might be joining us, right. but we hope that uh, we hope that it's some good content to bring you guys some genuine stuff. Oh, so. it will be. I have all the confidence in the world in us. <laughs> <laughs> you got more than me then. But, man, I'm excited to do these uh, in-the-field podcasts because it's like going back to our roots where it we is. started the podcast set with just a recorder. Yeah. In the pickup. In the pickup The pickup truck, truck podcast. <laughs> It was, man, we did what we had to do starting out. We still do what we have to do. We Good still point. podcast in some uh, some rather unusual locations <laughs> from time to time. That's a fact. And Drew, I know you're listening. Drew gets on to us, guys. He's like, we got to we gotta video these things, guys. We got to video the podcast to put them on the YouTube <laughs> instead of just the recording of them, you know, like right. the image. And I'm like, dude, some some places we record, you don't want to see. Like, <laughs> exactly. It just, it just doesn't work, man. It's just not pleasing to the eye. No. Let's, let's say that. If we can have a designated studio one day where we do pretty much all of our podcasts, then I could see us setting something like that up. That'd be that'd be cool. Right, but yeah. As many places as we are right now, man, it just it doesn't work out all that great. And no, then, like you said, especially when we started out recording these in a pickup truck. <laughs> that would have been great video. <laughs> So if you guys are curious what that was like, go back and listen to some of those early episodes, oh, yeah. um, and you'll hear a little bit of a difference in the audio. It's actually pretty good for it's not bad. being in a pickup yeah. truck. But you can understand us. <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> episode two. Episode two, first episode we ever recorded. That's, that's a pretty cool one. Yeah. So. Well, man, you have a big deer on camera this year number one on the hit list number one on the hit list we yeah. posted a picture of this deer before it's on our social media pages this, this guy's a freaking stud man mm-hmm. he's pushing 150 in my personal opinion somebody may look at that deer and be like i'm full of crap but i believe that deer's pushing 150 i think you're right and as early as this upcoming weekend he could be on the ground so i hope so that'd be sweet so in a perfect world in a perfect be. world yeah <laughs> you'll be out there trying to get him down he's coming in during the day though so yeah that, that's i've a plus. gotten but the hard thing about those deer that i hunt out there is that they have zero pattern mm-hmm. it's so hard to pattern them because i have a picture the very first picture i got of them was at three thirty in the morning or four four o'clock in the morning uh and then the next one i got was at seven thirty in the morning the next one at 10 o'clock in the morning the next one at 3:30 in the afternoon and then the next one at, at seven and five six and seven in the afternoon so it's like what are you doing man How? what are you you're all over the place is he coming in every day no no that that either he's not he's not coming in every just day whenever he feels like it. yeah much. whenever he's passing through i guess but we've gotten several day. we've gotten several pictures so i'm pretty confident but we'll see what happens yeah have um, i shown you the updated picture of him the one that you the texted me and that I posted on our Instagram was, the, I think, the only one that I've seen. Was that like the close-up? Uh, you might, you might. I think you did show me one the other that one morning. Uh, Let me pull it. Up. Not that long ago, but so guys, to add a little bit of humor to the story of Nick beginning his pursuit of this buck. Oh, hang on, he's about to show me this picture. Okay, yeah, I did see that one. You, you saw can, that one? You can see how tall he is in that yeah, picture. You need yeah. To, you need to text that to me so I can post it with this episode. Okay. Um, anyway, to add a little humor to the beginning of this story and a little bit of a backstory on me and Nick outside of Fall Obsessions, for those of you who don't know, we're both firefighter paramedics. Mm-hmm. We work for the same agency yep. on different shifts, though. Yep. Um, so Nick signed up to go on this wildland deployment to california mm-hmm. and he texts me 
telling me, hey, I might be going on this thing, not sure yet, but <laughs> if I do, I'm going to be gone for an extended period of time, and it's going to interfere with our hunt. Right. And I was bummed because I'm looking forward to our hunt next week. <laughs> yeah. So I started. Sam, Sam specifically told me, I hope you don't go <laughs> so, <laughs> just so we could go on our hunt. <laughs> so, and, and nothing to take away from the wildfires in California and a lot of respect for the for the guys that are out there fighting those yeah, wildfires. For sure. Not to say that we wouldn't be there or won't be there at some point, who knows, but all that is to say, respect for those guys, not to take away from that. But I want to go hunting. So <laughs> Same. I started We are too. I started happening. teasing Nick about that big deer. I was like, Well if you uh if you go and you miss opening weekend of bow season, I guess I'm gonna have to go shoot that deer. Yeah. And I don't know. You said something about how we wouldn't be friends anymore, or, you know, <laughs> something, something, something along like those that. lines. Yeah. Or you'd have something to get like through that, my. Yeah. D- you said something like you'd have to get through my dad first, right? Yeah. And I was like, I'll just bribe your dad with a hunting trip and a free hat, <laughs> and kind of LOL, haha. And then you're like, he might actually go for that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. <laughs> but so all that is to say, this is a big deer. We'll post a picture of it with with uh, with this podcast yep and for those of you who don't know nick is not going on the wildland deployment no i'm not at this time not this one so we will be hunting next week yes we will so exciting coming to you live from the field live from the field so the these episodes and i'm pulling up my calendar here to kind of give you guys an idea but the first podcast from the field is probably going to be um Maybe October 19th episode, I think, is probably what we're going to shoot for. So starting October 19th, you guys are going to hear podcasts coming from the field at that point. So really, really cool that we're able to do that. I think that it's awesome. I know a lot of other podcasts do, and I, I enjoy listening to other podcasts that record from the field. It's it's definitely entertaining. And, yeah, for sure. And adds a sense of, a sense of realism to it. Uh, which which is what we try to do with this podcast. We try to be as down to earth and uh, as candid as we can with you guys. And, and we're we're everyday hunters like y'all. Same struggles. We're we're nothing special. We just uh, we just put in the work to yep. put it online. So we do what we can with what we have. This is very true. <laughs> so the other part that I kind of wanted to lead us into with this discussion is, is talking about. Um, media production is talking about being out there in the field or like today being out there on the range yeah it was a blast man it was a blast but at the same time when you're fall obsession when you are an admin for the company like we are or even to a certain extent for our pro and field staffers man there comes a point where i just want to hunt yeah there comes a point when even for us, we we love bringing you guys this stuff, and we love and we're going to keep doing it by any means. This is not me saying we quit. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> but, not. But man, if you guys get the opportunity just to go out there and just enjoy the outdoors, just hunt, or just go to the range and shoot your bow, and not have to worry about pictures, videos, productions, alligator hunts, either. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't worry about those. <laughs> That that's a that's a joke. There's going to be a video coming out very soon. <laughs> yes. Um, on a recent alligator hunt that Mr. Nick Powell got to go on. Heck yeah. With me running camera. Impromptu. Impromptu. We yeah. didn't even know it was going to be an nope. alligator hunt. It just turned into one. Yeah. So I will say no more than that. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. You guys are going to have to tune in, subscribe to our YouTube, yep. and wait for that video because it's it, going to be awesome. It is awesome. I would even go as far as to use the word epic. Epic. Yeah. Man, it, it it was very epic. <laughs> I was running camera and I was man, I was struggling to keep up with you. Hey, you were all over the place. I was gonna say I couldn't have done it without a cameraman. It wouldn't have been near as good. No, it really wouldn't have. So there are times when cameraman is important 100%. and appropriate. Yeah. So and on that note, I will take the discussion into that. And uh, man, we're all over the place with this episode. That's okay. Sorry, guys. That's okay. <laughs> we're we're impromptu, but. A little ADD over here. Yeah. But uh, I'll take that episode into, again, to elaborate more on you being able to, to just hunt next yeah. week and me being able to just run camera. Man, it, it makes it so much easier um, being able to focus on one or the other. Um, even more so, like up in Montana last year when I was up there with Chester and Drew, yeah. we were able to 
one of us run camera. Drew was always kind of the full-time guide. It seems like he got stuck in that role. <laughs> and then shout out <laughs> either whoever wasn't running camera was hunting. So, yeah. um, and that made it a lot easier, especially on a hunt like that where it's getting up and going and you're just, you're able to put together such a better production oh, when, yeah. when you're, when you're not having to worry about running camera, when you got somebody else to do it. So all that is to say, guys, you, whether you're a self filmer or you have the opportunity to take somebody out there with you. It, it's fun. It's a good experience. And I know a lot of guys, especially nowadays, are getting into documenting their hunts and doing more and more of that, which is absolutely awesome. Yeah, um, for sure. So if you get the opportunity to go out there with somebody that can just run camera for you, man, that that's it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool to be able to focus on the hunt and to be able to capture everything at the same time. Yeah. My wife has actually agreed. She's a photographer, for those of you who don't know. Uh, she has actually agreed to hop up in the tree with me this year. Really? Film me. Yeah. She gonna video you killing that big deer? I hope so. I hope so. You gotta. You get, have, do you have a good setup for that? I guess because that's mm. another part that we can talk about is setting up to hunt with a camera. Yeah, that's but. tough as well. Cause the where that deer is, the the main thing we have is tripods, and so right now there's not two tripods close to each other, so it's gonna be. It's going to be a little difficult. We'll we'll figure something out though. Yeah, Jimmy rig it. Oh yeah, little redneck ingenuity never hurt nobody. Never hurt nobody. Well, maybe a couple people, but the, yeah, it may have physically <laughs> hurt some people. But <laughs> we don't we don't talk about those. No, safety first, guys. Yeah, safety first. Absolutely. Always use your tree harnesses. Tree harness all the way every day, <laughs> every time. Well, that's cool, man. I'm I'm glad that y'all are going to get to do a little hunting together and stuff like that. Yeah, but one day hopefully we'll. She'll be able to get her own. I'll be able to film her. I'm hoping, and it's a big if this year, but I'm hoping to be able to get my wife her first year yeah. this year too with her bow. So it's a, uh, yeah, it it's a big if for us as far as places I have that right. I'm gonna be able to hunt this year. But man, every plan this year has just, I don't know. It, it's been kind of a bummer year for it's our out of state classic plans. 2020 man. Classic 2020. Nick and I, we put in for our Montana tags, and if you guys have listened to the podcast for more than 10 weeks, you know mm-hmm. that we were unsuccessful. Drew was not, so Drew's going. Actually, the same time we're going to be hunting down here next week, Drew's yep. going to be hunting antelope up in Montana. So good luck to you, Drew. We love you and hate you. Yeah. Um, really, really hope that you get one, but really wish we could be there with you. Heck so, yeah. But all as to say, we're not going to Montana this year. Um, kind of a bummer for you first time bummer for right. me because last two years i've gone and this year this year is just a weird year man i know and then that turned into a plan for a wisconsin deer hunt <laughs> and then that turned into a plan for an idaho elk then mule deer hunt <laughs> and everything has just fallen through and yeah, it's just not working out man <laughs> with getting time off and trying to find the right days to go and trying to find who else who all wants to go and it's yeah, just lining schedules up man when you got guys spread out across the country it it's, it's tough. hard it's tough it's tough but next year it's going to be great i sure hope so <laughs> we're going to have a better idea on what we're what we're doing with this whole out of state thing yeah other than the montana experience i haven't hunted really anywhere else outside the state of texas so me neither i'm hoping that next year we got our well, act together a little bit better yeah but well we've talked a, a lot about or a little bit in this episode about filming your hunts and but i think we should dive in a little more about what all it takes to have a good production because there's a lot that goes into it there, there is a lot that goes into it and especially for like we said all those guys out there that are self-filmers our own staff or even guys that are just listeners to this podcast it's definitely it's definitely something that we can give some pointers on yeah and because we've learned all of our productions, guys, just for those of you who don't know, we've we've learned by trial and error. Absolutely. This is, we Nick and I have not been to any sort of video editing or filming class or anything. We film everything with basic equipment mm-hmm. and it just goes to show I'm not I'm not trying to brag, but our quality of production is is pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. It, it is, and that's what we strive to bring out. Pretty proud of it. We are proud of it. And so with us bringing that to you guys, it's it's really, like I said, it's been trial and error. You go back two, three years ago and look at our videos, and you can see the difference between our videos back then and our videos now. Yeah. Um, and then you, and again, I know we've kind of touched on this in previous episodes, but you coming into the role with doing all the editing now, mm-hmm. um, you've learned had to learn stuff a lot quicker than I did, you know, 
coming up as well. And now you're teaching me stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Well, man, I just, and a lot of it is just like seeing what other people do and trying to not copy it, but just pulling ideas from a lot of different people and trying to incorporate those ideas into our productions. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be honest, YouTube is my best friend when it comes to, to learning, uh, how to edit videos and how to uh, edit, uh, anything really pictures, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and so that's, that's been a huge help to me, uh, in this, in this process, because this is new for me as well. This is something, uh, when I first joined follow obsession, I saw the videos and how they were edited. This is something that I was like, Oh, you know, that would be kind of cool to, to be behind the scenes. Um, not in front of the camera, even though I am in front of the camera a little bit, but uh, I'd much rather be behind it, trying to get the good footage, get the B-roll footage uh, that you need, which B-roll footage, for those who don't know, is uh, just a little something to kind of make time pass as you're telling the story in the video is all it is. That's kind of the best way I can describe it. I think I think that term, telling the story, it is... That right there says a lot, mm-hmm. I think. And and that's what we try to do with yeah, our videos our and our series is series is <laughs> guys for those of you who don't know i have a reputation that is quickly developing on this podcast for saying words that don't exist <laughs> and y'all are going to hear more about that probably in next week's episode just a little yeah. hint for you there but i struggle so i apologize guys i i am not cut out for this i really am not no we should do a poll on how well you podcast instead of me that's what we should do. Oh, no. Here we go. Yep. I don't do anything with social media, but you can make that happen. <laughs> well, now I have to because so, you're not going to edit this out. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's going to. in. And so, guys, when you see the poll on our Instagram and Facebook, make sure to vote. Yeah, vote on, I guess, if I'm a good podcaster or not, <laughs> however we're going to put that. See if it's higher than 71%. Yeah. For those of you who know about previous polls, Nick 71% of our listeners think that Nick is a good host. Yeah. So yeah. 29% disagree. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Anyway. Anyways. I, I don't even remember what I was talking about um, once again. Trying to tell a story. Telling a story. Yep. Thank you. Getting back on track here. But so that's what we try to do with our hunting show, our flagship series online, Fall Obsessed Outdoors, which you guys can find on our website and our YouTube. Yep. Um, that's what we try to do. We try to tell a story instead of just taking our staffers send in so many hunts every year that are in this year especially we've seen some awesome videos from oh, yeah. guys that either they've done some editing and we put the final touches or we edit the whole thing just get the raw footage from them either way um, some awesome videos and some awesome footage from our staffers but whenever you just take all those videos for a show like like ours whenever you just take all those videos and put them together it's basically just it's kind of choppy and like a montage basically right it's just just hunting videos is all it is we try to tell the full story which is what we've done with fall obsessed outdoors is we've taken one or two hunts really is all it's consisted of every year and we've told that story Mm -hmm. from start to finish and sometimes it's successful sometimes like last year montana it it's not but we, we tell you guys that story in an effort to share our experiences and hopefully you guys learn something from what we what happened yep. in our story. So all that is to say, when Nick talks about B-roll footage and filming stuff, I'll, you, you can get too aggressive with it. There can There is such a thing very much so as too much B-roll footage. Oh, for sure. And that's when guys are just filming every little leaf in the tree when guys are filming every little product that they have on their bow, it's okay to showcase your bow or your scent control or whatever briefly, in our opinion, we do that. But filming yourself getting to the stand, filming some deer that you're not gonna shoot that are coming out there, all that helps pass time, but you ha- there has to be a healthy balance. Nobody wants to watch a doe in a field that you're not gonna shoot for 10 minutes before the buck that you're gonna shoot walks out. You know, right, show, you exactly. can show that doe walking out there. You can show that doe being in front of you. But once guys have seen it, they've seen it. Yeah. They want to see what happens next. So all that comes into play. And again, that comes down back to trial and error, learning that stuff as we have produced videos over mm-hmm. the years and, and dished out content. Um, but you showed me a video this morning that you were working on. Um, and, and I'm not I'm not scared to, we can tell people about it. It's Kurt Eckleberry's yeah. video from the youth hunt 
that he just had with um, young Hunter Lawton. Yeah. And uh, got him a doe with his crossbow. Smoked him. It was awesome. Really awesome video. Awesome I, footage by I, Kurt. Strong work, man. Strong work, Kurt. So I don't know. I don't know when that episode's going to be published exactly, but if it's not out already, y'all keep an eye out for it because it is an awesome hunt. You cannot stage the reaction that this kid has after shooting <laughs> it's this deer. Awesome. So he has buck fever with a doe. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it is every bit of what they call buck fever when your heart's racing and you're shaking because your adrenaline's pumping and you just can't control what your body does. You can't even finish a sentence because you're so excited and. He this is first doe ever, and so it's just Buck his fever on a doe. Yeah, exactly. Doe fever. Doe fever. <laughs> <laughs> but man, his reaction is priceless, guys. I can't wait for you to see it. So, and, and while we're while we're talking about that too, um, talking about reactions and everything, uh, another thing when you guys are filming your own hunts, whether you're filming your own hunts or have a cameraman with you, mm. if you have a second, even a cheaper video camera or a GoPro or even just your phone that you can turn around and put in the stand with you and point it toward you to video you making the shot and your reaction after, man, it's so much better Mm -hmm. because either you miss it otherwise, or you try to go back and recreate it. And man, you can tell when people recreate it. It's not the same. And and I'm not trying to be like super critical here, (laughs) but there are videos I turn off when I see a, uh, Ill, what's the word? Struggling with words again. Illegitimate. I Illegitimate. think is what you're looking for. That's there the word go. I'm looking for. Illegitimate reaction. <laughs> um, there's times when I turn off a video yeah. when when that's the case. So um, a legitimate reaction is it, it makes a video. It can make a hunting video. Absolutely. And I know what you're laughing about over here. <laughs> I have one of you from last December. That's not what I'm laughing. Oh, you're about. not. No. Well, what are you laughing about then? Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at our, our buddy up in Minnesota, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, when he shoots something or shoots at something, his reactions are priceless. Too. Andy, we love you, man. We love you to death, and we oh, love watching your videos. Yes, in all please, seriousness, please keep sending your videos keep in. Video in your hunts. So <laughs> there's a video on our YouTube from last spring. It is titled "Turkey Decapitated at Five Yards." Yep. That is a video to go watch because Andy's reaction, it's just, I think it's his first turkey ever. Yeah. And he shoots it with his bow at five yards. His reaction is priceless. I can't, I'm not even going to describe it. If you want, and you don't have to, but if you want, you can edit in the initial reaction, just the audio real okay. quick right here. Yeah, I will. Pause for effect. Nice. No! 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 unpause for effect awesome (laughs) (laughs) but anyway that reaction is absolutely awesome you guys gotta go check out the video and there's another video that i will talk about that is probably not going to make it to our uh pages <laughs> to our YouTube channel just due to certain wording in the video. <laughs> yes, but yes. And, so Andy went up to Montana. He also was he one of the drawn. he's yeah. one of the guys that got drawn for Lucky an antelope dog. tag. So he went up two or three weeks ago, I guess. Had a successful hunt, got him a speed a great speed goat on the ground. And then he sends us the video of him, the video of the camera on him in the blind as he's shooting. And man, it's so funny. It's like, it's super quiet. There's nothing there. You see him draw back, you see him shoot, and then he goes, oh, crap. <laughs> he had a different word for it, but he goes, oh, crap. Right. And then he's sitting there and he's looking, and then you see him load another arrow, and he draws back again. This goat's still in front of him, man. He draws back again. He shoots. Oh, crap. <laughs> a second way. time. The exact same way. It's oh, like, oh, my God. gosh. He was nervous. I mean, you could tell. I mean, he was excited. So, and he, I guess, did he take three shots or I think oh, he, he hit just, it with the second shot. He thought it was bad, but it ended up being a good shot. Yeah. He recovered the recovered the goat. It was an awesome first pronghorn, man. Yeah. We're super excited. Congratulations, for Andy. Yeah, but man, again, we can't really post that video due to certain certain words <laughs> that were used. But um, it was comical. It was hilarious. It, it got me. Yeah. So. 
we have some awesome reactions. And I'll talk about the one that I was going to say with you when yeah, you shot yeah, your yeah. first turkey with a bow. I know we've talked about it before, but my first kill ever with a bow. Yeah, your first bow kill ever. I was Big cameraman deal. for well, you, except for the squirrel that I killed with. Yeah, we don't count that. <laughs> so, but come on, man, your first game animal. I mean, well, squirrels are technically game animals in some places, but I, I, I don't squirrel hunt. Man, yeah, I don't, so. I don't count it either. I don't. It's fine. Anyway, your your eyes were about first, as big as golf yeah. balls after you shot, and again, that reaction that you had, it's in, it's in, uh, it's in a few videos that we have running around, but uh, it's on our YouTube channel as well from back in December. So, yeah, but that reaction you had, you couldn't have redone that. You really couldn't. No. So. And going back to the last podcast with uh, Derek and Lacey. Yeah. Uh, with the Mississippi Bowhunters Association. Uh, Derek talks about bow hunting uh, turkeys. Yeah. And, man, I could not agree more because I could actually relate to that. That's something I've actually done is yeah. shot a turkey with a bow, yeah. and it is awesome. <laughs> you can see it on my face. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a rush, man. And bow hunting in general, man, it's a freaking rush. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah, I, I know we've said it a thousand times. The reactions, you can't make them up. Right. You shouldn't make them up. Take that extra time to put a camera on yourself, mm-hmm. even if that's the only footage you get. Yeah. And that, it, it's awesome. My reaction, when I shot my pronghorn two years ago. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I've never, ever had that kind of reaction after shooting an animal. <laughs> and when I shot that thing at 42 yards with my bow, I, I was legitimately about to cry. Yeah. Like, I was so excited and so happy. And it, so, especially on a hunt like that, so much comes together. You've worked so hard for right. three days to try and put an animal on the ground and then to finally get it done and to watch him go down and to know you made a good shot, to mm-hmm. see blood pouring out of him. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, it, it's it's unreal. Yeah. Like, we we say unreal. It is legitimately unreal. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a you big can't deal. make it up. You, you can't, can't make it up. You can't. There's so. nothing like it, and that's why we do what we do, man. Yeah. That's why, that's why we put forth the effort to bring you guys this stuff, to bring you guys realistic footage, realistic podcast, realistic photos and, and all that, everything. We try to be as real and, and as... We just want to be transparent. Yeah, transparent. Thank you. Words mm-hmm. again. Struggle bus. <laughs> but we try to be as transparent as we can with you guys because we believe that that's where, that's where y'all can relate. That's where we can make a difference in your hunting lives is is by sharing our struggles and successes for sure and being able to prove to you guys that it's legitimate because hunting is not all successful like you watch on tv nope. there's a ton of hunting shows that frustrate me i mean they're great shows don't get me wrong but it's just frustrating because every single episode they're killing another big deal <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> what is going on <laughs> Man, there's something about there's something about this room today, man. I don't know. It's, it's what just, it is. We're, we're mumbling and stumbling <laughs> our way through this episode. We are. I don't know. We've had to stop like four times and <sighs> gather ourselves. All right. Or we got this. <laughs> Transparency. Transparency. They're killing another big deer. Yeah. And it's just like that is not how it is in real life. It's you don't go out there every single time and kill a gigantic deer. Nope. Uh, no. And it's just it, so everyday guys don't at least right. Uh, so we just try to be as transparent as we can and as real as we can because we want to share that with you guys. For those of you who don't know, I haven't shot a whitetail buck since 2013. Seven years since I shot my last whitetail buck. I've shot plenty of does. I've shot my pronghorn buck, but I've not shot a whitetail buck since 2017. My biggest deer ever was the last white buck that I shot. 2013? 13. Seven years. You said 17? <laughs> you said 2017. For real? <laughs> <laughs> Should I redo that? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Guys, this I'm is going to be a great episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know y'all are loving us right now. Uh, it's been even longer than that since I've shot a buck. Really? Yeah. Longer since 2017 or 2013? 2013. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably been longer than 10 years since I've shot a buck. Really? Yeah. With so, a rifle, I assume, too. Yes. I've never, I have never shot a buck with my bow. That's, that, hopefully that's going to change this it's, weekend. It's changing this year, at least. Sunday. Maybe not this weekend, Sunday. but it's changing this year. Sunday, it's going to change. <laughs> Sunday, gonna Sunday, Sunday. You're going to kill that big deer on Sunday. Heck I have yeah. I have faith in you. I appreciate that. 
I'll be eagerly awaiting a text message. Oh, yeah. You, Nicole, and my dad are all getting the first three text messages. First three text messages. <laughs> you got to throw Chance and Waylon in there, too. Yeah. I'll, I'll send it to my whole crew yeah. back at Station 1. There you go. Get some good photos of that buck. Yeah. That's and a, that's the thing is, like, filming hunts is so huge. Like, when I, when I was young, when I shot my last buck and the buck before that, I have four bucks on the wall, and I have a picture with one of them. That's it. And that was my first deer I ever shot. Like, I don't have any pictures. I don't have any video. So I have no memory besides that buck being on the wall. And, you know, the story in my head. Yeah. No visual memory that I can show anybody. Was it really you that killed it? It was. I, there was a witness. So my, oh, my dad okay. was there. Yeah. So he saw me do it. Okay. So he can vouch for me. Yeah, okay. I did really kill it. But okay. uh, there's no video or anything of me actually doing it and so filming hunts is a way to have those memories in a, a, a form you can save and show somebody else or your children grandchildren whatever down the road well and, and I, so, know, I know we've said this before in various when the topic of youth hunting and stuff comes up but yeah. like you and i both have sons that aren't old enough to hunt yet but yep. give them a few years and they'll be there and with us when that time comes having the capability to video it you know, video them hunting like Kurt did for Lawton yep. and all that. Video those hunts um, so that that kid, throughout his whole life, he can go back and pull it up on YouTube, man. His first first deer he ever killed. Yeah. Or and show that to his son one day, man. That it's awesome that we're able to do that because this this current generation, you know, that that is just now getting into the woods and learning how to hunt. This is the first generation that really I feel like is truly been able to have those memories documented for them on such a casual level you know even even if you don't video your own hunt so many dads you know right now they go out there and they pull you know their kids about to shoot a deer they pull out their phone you know to mm -hmm. video it sometimes that's all you need that's all you need so pull out your phone and video it man because that's whether you post it online or not that's a memory for your kid forever absolutely right so and man it's i couldn't be more thankful for our families as well mm -hmm. because when you when you guys see a production it, there's a lot that goes into it other than just having that camera and shooting that little piece of footage. Yep. You know, there's there's a lot of footage that we shoot anyways. There's hours and hours of footage that we have to go through to get a 10, 20-minute video or whatever we're shooting for. And the time it takes to get all that footage plus uh, all the time it takes to go through it, edit it, do go through all it, that edit stuff. it, yeah. all that stuff. That's more time away from our families mm -hmm. and like we've said this before as well we're not getting paid nobody's getting paid we do this because we love what we do and we love getting content out there for you guys and so first of all i'd like to give a shout out to our families but i just want to um emphasize that it's it's a lot of time and a lot of effort that we put into these things uh to be to have that time away from our families so we're very thankful to them for letting us do what we do. Letting us do what we do and bring all this stuff to you guys. Absolutely. And I, we're not, I don't know, we really don't have time to dive into like video editing and all that kind of stuff. And a podcast isn't really the best platform to really do that. Right. Because you're just describing stuff. But I do want to do a production at some point. It won't be during hunting season, guys, just because we got too much other stuff going on. But maybe next summer or something we're going to try to maybe bring you guys a series on how production uh, hunting production from start to finish yeah. filming the hunt angles that we use angles we try to get stuff we make sure that we get um, footage wise and everything all the way down to editing it and putting it online like I, I want to be able to walk you guys through that from start to finish to hopefully help you guys be able to make your own productions better yeah um and and the, like we like we've said those memories more memorable yeah in that sense so that was one thing i appreciated about uh lance kruger's podcast was that he wanted to share all the information that he's learned mm -hmm. uh the only thing he doesn't share is his locations, which I respect. <laughs> Big respect right yes. there. Yeah. Uh, but he just wants to share with anybody who wants to know all of the stuff that he's learned over the years and years of experience that he has. Um, and we want to do the same thing over the experience we have. So Yeah. I was going to say, and this kind of goes into our, our closing for this episode, but I was going to save this for next week's episode, but I, I think it's more appropriate now. We got some feedback on our podcast 
recently. And, yeah. and for those of you who don't know, there is a form on our website, fallobsession.com slash podcast, where you guys can go. You can either ask questions, suggest a topic, or just give us feedback in general on our podcast. You guys, there's a form you can fill out there online. But this gentleman um, gave us some feedback, and, and this is really encouraging to us because, yeah. I mean, we can see the numbers grow. We, like we said at the beginning, we can see the download numbers climb on this podcast, but um, actually hearing people talk about it is is really cool. Um, so this gentleman, and you know who you are, you're a loyal listener, and we really appreciate you, buddy. But uh, he says, and I'm not, this is, quote, I've listened to several different hunting podcasts over the past few years, but never found one that I can't stop listening to until I started listening to Fall Obsession Podcast. Honestly, this is the best podcast on the market, in my opinion. Y'all have hit the sweet spot with it. It's like hanging out with your hunting buddies and telling stories and just talking for a while. I can't get enough of it, and I just want to tell you all that. Keep up the good work. You guys are doing amazing stuff. Take care. And we really appreciate that. It's really awesome to, to hear positive feedback. I'm yeah. not, and, and this is not – don't take this the wrong way, guys. This is not me asking for y'all to give us compliments by any means. That That's not – where I'm going with this, right? But it's it's really cool because what this guy just said that he gets out of this is exactly what we're trying to do. Yep, exactly. And we have stumbled through this episode. <laughs> we have had so many mess ups, some of which you guys will hear in the episode, some of which might be edited out. I don't know. More it's up likely. to this guy to decide. <laughs> More than likely. <laughs> but that that's why we do this. We do this for y'all. We do this to share our own experience and we we want to be those guys that are that y'all listen to and you feel like you're hanging out with us. Yeah. You feel like this is just an everyday conversation um about whatever it may be. And I also feel like the folks that we have brought on as special guests on our podcast um have kind of had the same mentality and the same approach. For sure. They've been down to earth and it, it's really been cool to to build this podcast around us and those folks around us that share the same beliefs and opinions about what hunting should be yeah, and what a hunting camp and a hunting podcast, a hunting product media production company like us mm-hmm. should be. And I think it's important to, to accentuate that. Like Sam said, we're not looking for compliments. We're just looking for feedback. If there's something that we can do better to, to better provide content for you guys, let us know. Yeah. Cause we'll, we'd be more than happy to oblige absolutely well man as always i've enjoyed it this is a good time and uh i love i love podcasting it's one of my favorite productions to to do because this is this is where i i feel like i can be the most transparent yeah is, is on this podcast where i can be myself for the most part right um instead of having to smile for a camera <laughs> so <laughs> um another reason why i haven't brought a video camera into our podcast yet drew <laughs> because i don't want my face on it exactly <laughs> Our voices are probably annoying enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, guys, we really appreciate y'all. Like we've said so many times, we really appreciate y'all listening um, and tuning in to another Fall Obsession podcast episode. If you guys have not yet already, go to fallobsession.com. That is our website. That is where all of our content eventually winds up or filters through. Um, Videos, reviews, articles, recipes. Also, if you're looking for uh, a good wild game recipe, you can find those in our articles section of our website. Um, We got some new merch available. Yeah, Um, I'm wearing one right now. Nick's over here rocking the pronghorn country shirt that we got, which has probably been our most popular and most talked about shirt online since we started rolling out apparel. So guys, go pick up a pronghorn country shirt from fallobsession.com. We ship stuff out pretty promptly upon your order, so you'll get it pretty quick. Yeah. Um, Nick's also rocking our latest hat, the Sharpshooter yeah. Trucker hat. What's up? You're a freaking model today, man. <laughs> so anyway, I also got the bow hunting shirt on right now, which is a cool tee. So go pick up some merch, um, support Fall Obsession. We really appreciate it. Um, and on that note, honestly, our apparel is selling better than it ever has up to this point right now. So well, Man, I'll add to that. I wear our merch all the time, not just because I'm an admin and I love Fall Obsession, but because it is honestly some of the most comfortable shirts I own. Yeah, Honestly. These, these are these are nice shirts, guys. Top notch, high Top quality, notch. high quality, high quality. So <laughs> be sure that you guys go pick pick up some merch, multiple hats, multiple shirts. Got some decals on there too. Yep. Hopefully, hopefully in the months and years to come, we might actually get some actual gear on there for sale that we're putting our brand on as well. Yep. So, 
big plans for the future. So go check those out if you guys have not already on social media, Fall Obsession or at Fall Obsession on Instagram. Um, go give us a follow. YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we're putting out new videos, multiple new videos a week right now. Um, so hit that follow and subscribe button. And this podcast. This podcast is on multiple different podcast platforms, our website and YouTube. So wherever you listen to it, hit that follow and subscribe button. That way you get notified every Monday morning when we drop a new episode. Finally, before we wrap up, we have a giveaway coming. Dun, dun, dun. Or actually, at the time that this episode is coming out, it is running right now. Yeah. It's already out. We are giving away an Elite Cure as part of our Cure Your Obsession series, which is a series we've been doing ever all the way through the summer into the fall now, um, where we're teaching you guys, breaking down everything archery, about setting up a bow, about shooting, form, everything. Um, and we're going to keep doing it a little bit on into the fall as well. We haven't wrapped it up yet, so it's still going. But all as I say, we are, as a part of that series and in partnership with Elite, we are giving away a cure. Um, it is specific. It's a right-handed uh, 60 to 70-pound bow with, uh, with OD brown in color, I should yep. say. But that is the bow we're giving away. The giveaway is on our social media and our YouTube. There's multiple ways that you guys can get some entries in. So go to our social media page. Find the post from October 2nd. That's the giveaway video. And... Uh, Follow the instructions to enter to win. It's our Halloween giveaway, so we'll be giving the bow away on October 31st. So, Get in while you can. Get in while you can. Get you a new bow in your hand. I know we're already into deer season, but um, you can either have it set up for spring turkey or if you're that guy that's willing yeah. to swap over equipment mid-year, man, it's Jump a free on bow. It. Yeah. So, and it's a lead on top of that, so go, go, uh, go enter to win. You got anything else, buddy? I have nothing else. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys once again listening. Be sure you tune in again next week. We got a really awesome it's gonna and, be good. Uh, humorous episode for you guys coming <laughs> next week. You guys aren't going to want to miss it. So thanks for listening to the Fall Obsession Podcast. We'll catch you next week. See you later. the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby six eight western a mule there baby right there tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv